Welcome to 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after life in prison. Come with us on a journey and explore stories from within the prison walls to outside the prison walls. All of these podcasts are dedicated to the victims of crime. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the podcast, 15 to Life, the podcast where we talk about life after having a life sentence in prison. I'm your host, Tito, and we're going to jump right in to another Monday Motivation, Motivation Mondays. And today we're going to talk about what it is to be free, right? And I know you're probably thinking 15 to Life, prison, blah, 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 free. He's going to be talking about being free in the sense of not being incarcerated. Well, yeah, a little bit. But more importantly, how it relates to all of us. Being free of the things that hold us back. And when I say hold us back, I'm talking on so many different levels. I'm talking about financially. I'm talking about spiritually. I'm talking about physically. I'm talking about mentally, right? What does it really mean to be free? And what what does free give us in return? Our freedom, right? So let, let's jump into this a little bit. I thought before I went to prison that I was, generally speaking, a very free individual. There was BS, drama, whatever in my life, right? I had bills to pay. I had credit cards that I wasn't, you know, making the full payments on. All that, like, to me... There were things that I felt uh, I wasn't necessarily free. But for the most part, like I ran around and did whatever the hell I wanted to. And um, there's a a certain um, aspect of euphoria that goes with that. And I've tried to explain it to people. Um, it's not like I was doing a whole bunch of heinous crap, right? But let's be real. Um, for a good number of years... Um, I was doing things like selling drugs, selling guns. I was um, hanging out with people that were doing that and sometimes worse, right? Um, Been involved and been around like shootings, drive-bys, like even some people that know me are kind of like, what? And yeah, I mean, it's not like an every week thing, but... I definitely was around when some crazy crap jumped off, right? And this euphoria that I'm talking about is people do this kind of stuff like drinking and driving. I drank a lot and I drove a lot. And the majority of time I was driving without a license, on a suspended license or whatever, right? Um, either which way, driving under the influence, Um who so many different things could have happened just on that alone without all the other BS that I was into. Getting pulled over drunk with guns, with drugs in the car, and just getting away with it. Um, I'll never forget, um, there was a time uh, my roommate, uh, who was selling drugs and stuff, had, had the little fancy, you know, convertible BMW, and so I took his car out to go hang out and, and I have my gun on me and um been drinking right and I'm coming home and I stopped by um god I can't even uh, uh quarter pound burger um uh 
very popular back in the day. It's probably not even there anymore, but stopped, you know, we're talking one thirty, two in the morning after the, the bars shut down and everything, right? Got my little burger and crap, and I was on my way back to the house, and I get pulled over. And I'm like, I don't have a license. I got a gun on me. Been drinking, right? So the cop's walking up to the car, and I drop the gun on the floor, and I kick it. So it goes, you know, underneath the seat. And when I do this, I'm like, oh, shit, because I'm not sure if I kicked it so hard that it would have went all the way into the, the back seat, basically, where it would be visible, right? And I'm like, oh, my God, I've been drinking. I don't have a license, and I got a freaking pistol, you know, under the seat now. So the cop comes up. She starts talking to me. I drop my cousin's name, who's also a police officer, in hopes it as it did many other times, gets me out of it. Unfortunately, this is a trainee who has a sergeant with her, so everything is by the book, right? And I'm pleading with her, let me just park the car and I'll walk home. You know, I know I don't have a license. She hasn't even, you know, she she doesn't think that I've been drinking, luckily. So really it's just I'm driving on a suspended license. We go back and forth and she's like, look, I'm in training. I can't, you know, I can't. She goes, I'll give you a ride home, though. And I'm like, damn. Last thing I want is to be pulling up to the house in the back of a cop car and getting let out, right? But she doesn't see the gun for whatever reason. And she's not wanting to search the car. She's being really cool about the whole thing. So I'm thinking, man, um, she's going to take me home. And next thing you know, they're going to come by and pick me up because they're going to find the gun in the car. Now, mind you, the gun was in my name. So worst case, I get a, you know, having a concealed weapon without a permit, right? But, yeah, I go home. My roommate's pissed because now his car is impounded. He don't have a license. I don't have a license. So neither one of us can get the car out of the impound. And I'm like, dude, and my gun's in there. He's like, ah, shit. Now, the good thing was there was no dope. But they never searched the car. So once again, euphoria, right? Like, get away with crap all day and night. And then I'll never forget we went to the impound. Um, the next day to get the gun out of the car and this this uh scrawny white dude that's that's working the counter is is laughing going oh well if there was any anything good in the car we already took it out and my roommate's like motherfucker you better not have touched shit in that car otherwise you're gonna get dealt with and then the dude gets all like uh-oh and i mean why would you even joke like that that's the stupidest thing to ever do right so we go over to the car and I reach up under the seat and sure enough, I guess I kicked it to the point where it stuck to the bottom of the seat. So even if you look, you couldn't see it because I didn't see it and I thought someone really took it. And so we were going to go like basically question and potentially beat up this dude that worked at this impound for taking the gun out of the car. Right. Um, but I reach up and sure enough, there it is. And the dude, this scrawny white dude I'm talking about is standing there watching when I pull the gun out and then I put it in my waistband, when I turn around, he's just like mouth open, like, oh shit. And like, so we go walking out and he's like, do, do you guys need anything else? Do, I mean, if you want to take the car, take the car. And we're like, no, nah, man, it's, it's it's good. What we were looking for is there. We got it. And we leave, right? Um, once again, man, living this goofy ass lifestyle of like, you just keep doing shit until you get caught. Now, let me tell you from the, the prison and the jail and all that perspective, and then I want to get back on track, that <laughs> you just 
you ended up getting one of my old stories in this in this motivation Monday, but um a lot of people that get caught up, like they're the ones that end up telling on everyone because they they're so stuck in that euphoria they don't want to do the jail time. They want to be able to stay out and keep screwing up. So where do you see all these quote unquote snitches come from? It's because they 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 love that. They love that getting pulled over and trying to beat the system and everything else. And so when they actually get clipped with some time, and I'm not talking a year, most people do a year or two and you know, hey, it's no big deal. But when you're you're facing some serious time, oh yeah, people start rolling over so they can get out and get back to that goofy ass state. So anyway, the euphoria of of not having issue with stuff will will make people think that they're really free. And what I'm trying to tell you is that the that euphoria is fake, right? So in other words, um, it's kind of like, hey, I'm putting you know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be realistic because we know most most Americans live paycheck to paycheck. Very few Americans are really saved up and can afford to weather a storm if need be, right? And hopefully, if you're listening, you're one of those people that saves. I really hope so. Anyway, so. Let's say you're doing decent and you're saving 5%. Really, you should be saving at least 20%. That's that's the, the standard, right? You save 20 and then you start investing in all that fun junk, right? But um, let's just say you're saving 5%. So you got a little, little bubble, right? Let's also say um, when you started at your, your organization, you were making 25K a year. And now you're making 50. But... As you went up in pay, you also went up in indulgences. And when I say indulgences, let's just say you always like Starbucks coffee, but you never really went because you couldn't afford it. So you might go once a week, once every other week, once a month, you know, whatever, right? But now you're making 50K. Hey, I can afford it now. So now you're going two, three times a week and you're getting extra shots and extra frappe and crappe and all that other stuff. So your drinks are freaking seven, eight dollars each, right? And it's cool. And it becomes mandatory because, hey, I'm still saving that little 5%. Oh, oh, wait a minute. You're not saving 5% because you make twice as much. You're saving 2.5% now, right? So you feel like you've gained this freedom because you can do more. You can go out and eat at that fancy restaurant, you know, more frequently. And you don't have to sacrifice something. You can take that trip and, and it's okay. But what you're not realizing is... All you did was increased your expenses to match your profits, your revenue, right? Your 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 income. That's not the system you want to be on. So when we talk about freedom, financial freedom, first off, you know, obviously we're talking about money is why don't you scale everything up when your income scales up? And when I say that, I mean, if your income increases by 20%, are you increasing your savings by that same amount? Are you increasing, you know, everything else, but keeping your groceries the same? Keeping your, uh, quote unquote, I always tell people when I, when I try to teach people on financial, you know, um, personal budgeting and all that, I always say, have some fun money, whatever you want to call it, right? Your, 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 your dick around money. You're, Hey, I'm just going to go out and I don't even care. Always put something aside for that. And then there's two ways of doing it. 
you put whatever, 100, 200 bucks a month, that, that that's your little fun money. And one, you can do it to where it rolls over. Or you can say, if I don't spend it, I don't spend it and that's it, right? Or you can say, hey, if I don't spend it, I roll over half of it. The other half I add to my savings and that way my savings benefits from you know, not wasting the fun money. And then the other piece is that if you want to do the vacation or whatever, you're actually putting money into an account that's for things like that. So you're saving 20% of your money and maybe you put 10% to vacations and stuff. So you can really go and just have a ball and know that you're not impacting your savings and stuff. But anyway, another subject, but part of freedom, right? So one is don't make more money and just spend more money. The best thing you can ever do is when you make more money, keep living the way you were. And I'll, I'll say, for someone who went from from making eight bucks an hour up to, you know, over 50 bucks an hour, um, a lot of it I scaled up my spending and not my saving. Um, I'm still, you know, good, right? But I should be a hell of a lot better. So I'm telling you from experience, don't be like me. Anyway, the other thing is look at your health, right? So if you're like me and you're overweight, and now mind you, I was way more overweight. I've lost 40 pounds, right? And I want to lose at least another 10, if not 20. 20 would be awesome, but my biggest thing now is getting over eating better, right? And I know you're probably thinking, how'd you lose 40 pounds if you're not eating better? I still eat freaking ice cream and chips and I mean, I eat something bad every day, candy, ice cream, chips, almost every day I eat all three of those. <laughs> and you might go, how the hell did you lose 40 pounds and keep it off? Because I work out like I went to the gym. And if you count the calories that I'm burning on any given day, I'll burn a minimum of 200 calories and a maximum of hell. I've gone as high as like 2000 calories that I burned in a day working out. Because I track everything. I track my food and then I track what, what I exercise that is outside of normal walking around and all that other stuff, right? So my problem is, is that I will eat more and stuff because I see that I have a bigger bank, a bigger wallet of uh, calories that I can eat and not gain weight. <laughs> so my whole thing is I just need to literally throw everything away and just have healthy food. And, and I would probably lose another 20 pounds without doing any more exercise. The beautiful thing is I went a few weeks without hardly working out at all. I literally just walked laps in my house and I still didn't gain any weight because I kept my calories down while I was doing it anyway. So that's another part of freedom, right? You, you you do some sacrifices, whether it be your time and you exercise or what you're actually eating, knowing that if you want to eat the big fat meal of pizza and breadsticks, you know, maybe you really don't eat nothing all day, right? You just drink a lot of water, have some coffee or whatever, don't eat anything else so that you can use all your calories for the day on that one meal and and, and feel not so bad. But the reality is, is you really should kind of save those for you know, whatever, your one day a week where you really just indulge. Not to mention, your body feels a hell of a lot better. I know when the more uh, plant-based foods, and I know some people are going to be like, what? Because I love my, my, my chicken and my pork and my beef and everything else, right? But I know when I eat more vegetables, I, I actually do feel better. So I know that's something I need to kind of focus on, right? Anyway, and I'm going to go back and kind of at the end tie in all this stuff together. Getting sleep, 
I have always been a person that freaking said you don't need sleep. Even when I was a teenager up until now, I'm 48 years old, I would go around and tell people, man, Arnold Schwarzenegger says it best, man. You you say you need more sleep, just sleep faster, right? Um, I've been a big believer in that because I'm I'm trying to have my cake and eat it too, which is like if I want to play video games for two hours, I want to be able to play video games for two hours work my freaking 12 14 hour day spend time with my family and like to do all that means something has to give and i would always make it sleep right to the point i started waking up at 3 30 in the morning to go work out so i could have my workout done before anyone even wakes up you know i literally have worked out wrote in my journal and meditated and took a shower and my household is just waking up but guess what i was still staying up until 10, 11 o'clock at night. And it really started wearing on me. And uh, more reading and, and studying, I found that a lot of very successful people, you know, and I'll throw one big name out there, Jeff Bezos, swears by eight hours of sleep that you need to let your body recharge and, and come out fresh. And also a ton of people will tell you, wind down. So in other words, no TV, no phone, no iPad, no nothing, at least half an hour before you go to bed. I am not doing that, FYI. I'm trying to get there. If anything, read. But even better to do something like, and and a lot of people say read fiction and not like self-help books or anything. Read something that's going to take your mind away from everything and allow you to get into that state where you can go into a good sleep. Um, I'm preaching it. I do not live that yet. FYI, disclosure. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, get your exercise, but you also have to let your body rest and listen to your body. Like a lot of us will push and we think we're, we're, we're free because we're in good shape, but then we eat a bunch of bullshit, right? So are we really free in the health department? No, because we could still die at freaking 50, 55 years old because we got diabetes and hypertension and everything else, right? All right, moving on. Uh, family time and everything you might enjoy your family time and so you think you're free of of that burden of you know do I spend time with my family but what does your family enjoy are you doing things they enjoy like are you letting it be a a revolving um, kind of like in a gun a revolver are you letting each bullet make its way around are you letting each family member get their turn to to be the the firing rod right um, so if you have kids, are you doing some specifics that is only for the kid, your wife or husband, are you doing something specific that they really like that you can all go out and enjoy? And then you get to go, right? Or you have multiple kids. So you got to find stuff that each one, or if they all like the same thing, cool. You two birds, three birds with one stone, right? Um, but understand that, uh, what am I left? Spiritual. So spiritual to me, uh, I'm, I'm not the religious guy. You know, if, if you need to go to church and stuff, Make sure you're going and doing that. If you need to go to confession, make sure you're doing that, right? But don't do it as lip service because then you're not free. If you don't believe in the stuff, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it, right? Um, And the people you hang around. If you're hanging around and you're doing things only to impress and appease other people, fuck them. Because guess what? At the drop of a dime, they will say, fuck you. Because they're only concerned with themselves. And you've reinforced it by doing everything that they tell you you should do. That I'm definitely speaking from experience. I cut so many freaking people off 
that um, I called my friends, my best friends, my homies, and all that shit. They were worthless, and I cut them the hell off as soon as I got out of prison. Well, I cut them off while I was in prison, but 100% when I got out. Some of these people were people I went to high school with and, like, best buds. And I'm just like, you guys are fucking losers, man. Why? Because they live in that euphoric state. Like, they did stupid stuff, too. They just never got caught up. You know what I mean? And they were definitely negative influences and energy that you never want that stuff around you you want people that are going to push you like they say you want to be a lawyer go hang around lawyers if you go hang around five millionaires you'll be the six if you hang around five broke people you'll be the six right so you need to be around people that encourage motivate and push you to be the best you and you need to learn when your circle needs to change right it's just, it's just reality. And, and if people get mad because you stop associating with them, either try to get them to come up with you to the next level or don't be mad about that. One day either they'll figure it out or 10 years from now you'll be looking from way up high down on them, not in a condescending way, but in a way saying, I made the right decision. So the other piece on the spiritual side and all this, right, um, with uh, faith, religion, or anything else, have at it, but make sure you're not doing it because someone else has told you you need to or you should or whatever, right? Do it 100% for you. Another piece of that is if you don't have a higher power, cool. If you do have a high power, cool. Try this too, though, meditation. And I'm talking a minimum of 10 minutes every day, if not up to 30 minutes, right? Whatever you, you can get comfortable with, but something that you can do every day. Give yourself the chance with no distractions. Cut everything off. Like get some noise-canceling headphones. You can even put on. There's tons of uh, free stuff you can listen to. Uh, I actually, a lot of times I'll use YouTube. There's there's tons of like Tibetan stuff and everything that you can just listen to. Zone out. Get up on some breathing exercises. The The simplest one is old school. You inhale through your nose for four seconds, hold for four seconds, exhale through your mouth for four seconds. You literally can do your first 20 meditations at 10 minutes each, just focusing on your breathing. And then you can start focusing on balls of energy bouncing around your body very slowly. And it just lets you totally reset your mind, your body, and your soul to get the day going good. Anyway. How do all these things tie in when I say freedom? To be truly free, like one, financially, it's not about having a ton of money or a ton of credit or anything else. What it's about is not stressing out over money. That's it. That's it. You don't need to make a ton of money to be financially free, right? Like right now, I think I'm in a shitty place financially, but guess what? We have zero debt. Let me say that again. Zero debt. I have a 2016 vehicle in the garage that is 100% paid off. I owe nothing on it. Everything in my house, televisions, computers, all this other crap, 100% paid off. And guess what? There's like five bank accounts all with money in them. So as much as I bitch about our financial standing, I am free financially. We could pack up and leave this country right now and be perfectly awesome somewhere else. Stop. 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 Stop.
talk about some other stuff. to be able to look at is like on your spiritual side on your religious side whatever it may be right is really making sure that all the time and effort put into that helps you to feel better about yourself so that you can feel better around others right um the physical side like i don't care where you're at with your body with your weight with your eating habits just start improving on things slowly day after day like commit to go to a walk for 10 minutes it doesn't have to be fast paced but you can pick it up and then eventually start jogging that's exactly what i did i was 242 pounds i just got my fat behind out walking and then next thing you know i would walk one lap around my little complex and then i jog a lap and then i jog a lap and a half and walk half a lap and then i'd jog three laps and walk half a lap you know so you can you can build yourself up right but do that before a meal. Just commit to 10 minutes. And then it's maybe 10 minutes before each meal or 10 minutes after each meal. And then maybe it's in the morning you do 20 minutes and when you get off work you do 30 minutes, whatever. Before you know it, you'll start building up and you'll want more, you'll want more. Remember, get a J-O-B, justify obsessive behavior. So make this a behavior that you're just doing and then it becomes a habit, right? You tie all these things in, the financial side, the health side, the eating right, the 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 meditating the being spiritual right mind body and soul and then you start really mapping out some things write them down writing down in impacts how well you will be able to achieve things right write down things you you really want to do like your big ticket items right like i want to write a book like i want to i want to go on a dream vacation to africa to to the maldives or something right like Write that stuff down and then do a WBS, a work back schedule. What is it going to take to do that? And then start doing it. Like put that in your journal. Journal writing is another great thing that I kind of stopped. Uh, I journal, but it's not the same. But I want to get back to actually journaling every day. But get back into just knocking out something that is keeping you focused on those things that you want to do don't let dreams be dreams turn dreams into goals then come up with new dreams and when you knock out the last set of goals change the dreams into goals and come up with new dreams so anyway mind body soul be free and free means so much more than what you think it does but it's also a hell of a lot simpler than what you probably think it is so this is Tito. Uh, this ran a little long because I threw in my stupid story, but hope you guys enjoyed it. Like, share, drop comments. Let me know what else you want to hear about. Love y'all. Be safe, and I will talk to you next time. <laughs>